Welcome to the 40 Fit and Fabulous podcast. Join your host, Mark Slight, as he gets the best information, inspiration, help, and advice from the world's best athletes, performance coaches, and health experts so that you can look, move, and feel your best at 40 and beyond. Remember, it's never too late to live the life of your dreams. Now here's your host, Mark Slight. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to the 40 Fit and Fabulous podcast and episode number 62. If you're one of my long-time listeners and you listened in last week to episode number 61, you'll know that we talked a lot about passion and how finding your passion is is key to getting you to achieve your goals. It's key to keep you driving forward. It's key to keep you working at a pace that means you will actually reach your goals sometime soon. And at the end of last week's episode, I did send you away to go and find out what your passion is, to maybe meditate on it, spend some time thinking what what really lights you up, what really gets you up and out of bed in the morning, what excites you, what invigorates you. And like I said, some of you will already know this. You might just not have a plan in place to actually make this vision become a reality. But some people and a lot of people actually don't really know what their passion is. We, we muddle through life and we, we drift from day to day without having a true passion. So if you did listen to episode 61, did you find out in the last week what your passion is? Did you find out what it is that that really sets your soul on fire. If you didn't listen to episode 61, and this is this is sounding like it might be you, that you might not have your passion just yet and you don't know what it is, then I advise you to pause the podcast, go away, have a think about it, sit down, think what really excites you, what makes you smile, and then come back into this podcast because very shortly I'm going to explain to you how I go about setting my own goals and creating my own visions so that they're actually reachable targets. And it means that my dreams and my visions and my goals and my passions actually come to life. And this is no fluff. This is no talk of vision boards and all this kind of stuff. This is exactly what I do all the time to set my own goals and visions and to, to, like I say, to make them become a reality. And a real true life example of something that happened this week. I didn't expect it to happen. It didn't happen because of last week's podcast. It's just... It's something that happened to me this week and I'm going to share that with you because it's brought a great amount of abundance into my life this week and I really want to want to share that with you and show you just how easy it actually can be to make your dreams come true. But before I get into that, make sure you're sitting comfortably, make sure you're not going to be disturbed for the next 15 minutes. It's quite a short podcast, but you might need a pen and a paper just to take some notes if you're interested in setting your own, your own goals and visions. I want to take you straight into something that happened this week. Now, I've talked a lot about gratitude on the podcast and and the way that you think from day to day and and as you think so shall you be and and your thoughts really do create your reality the origin of every action is a thought and what we think every single minute of every single day totally affects our outcome in life and nothing could be more true this week than than when I was actually doing some planning myself I had already set my my goals and visions for the year loosely over over sort of New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. But I never really put anything concrete down. Um, just, just rough guides of what I wanted by the end of the year, but no timescales, no action plans, and no processes put in place. And it was only when I was actually listening to another podcast, and, and the guy on the podcast said, well, he creates quarterly goals. And, and it just hit me that I used to do that. Why was I not creating 
actionable goals? Why was I not creating a time frame? Why was I not creating these quarterly goals? Because without the time frame, you do just drift. This is exactly what I said last week. And I thought, why why have I not done that? Why have I not been more precise with my with my action plans and with my steps? So I sat down, I meditated, and I thought about exactly what I wanted over the next quarter of the year. Um, well, just over slightly, sort of to the beginning of May. And I thought about everything. I thought about my own physical health and well-being. I thought about my mental wealth. Um, I thought about my financial well-being. I just thought about everything. I thought about my business, my private life, everything that I could possibly want in that in that three, three and a half months, you know, how do I want to wake up in May and how do I want my life to look? And I wrote it all down in great detail, but then it's not like some huge magical thing happens and and you start to work towards it. For me, it actually depressed me a little bit because I realized how far away I was from where I wanted to be. So I knew that if I dream big that, you know, I, I will take action and I will work towards something. So I then created the the half a year plan, the three quarter year plan and the full year plan as well. And I've done the same sort of thing, exactly how I wanted to wake up in three months time, six months time, nine months time, a year's time. And I was very precise about it. Let's say covered all areas of my life and put it all down on paper, which is always very important to actually see it written down. But then it depresses you because you sit back and you think, wow, I've, I've dreamed really big and I've got, let's just take finances as an example. You know, I've got these financial goals that I want to hit. And I think, wow, I'm I'm miles away from that. I I really am. Where I am now, I'm nowhere near hitting that in three months' time. So it it creates this negative feeling inside your head where you feel it's never gonna happen. And that negativity stuck around with me for I'd say about two days, a day and a half, two days. And even my partner noticed on on one night, she said, oh, you seem really grumpy, you seem really miserable. And and I knew I was. I, I couldn't really put my finger on why, um, but I did know that the these financial goals I'd set myself were were depressing me, and they was they seemed unreachable, and I was quite frustrated by it. Um, and then I woke up the next day, and I thought, and this was after the night my partner said how sort of grumpy I, I seemed, and how quiet I seemed. And I woke up the next day, and I thought, Do you know what? I've been thinking about everything from a negative point of view. I'm never going to reach this financial goal. I'm never going to be in this physical condition that I want to be in. And it was always looking at things from that point of it's never going to happen. And I almost had to slap myself around the face and say, well, I'm always talking about positivity. I'm always talking about gratitude. And why on earth am I looking at things from such a negative standpoint at the minute? Why am I not looking at all the positive things to come out of it? You know, I... I'm, I'm in a great financial position. I'm in great health. I've got a great relationship. I've got a great life. Why am I looking at things that I haven't yet got instead of focusing on the things that I have got? And that's exactly what I did. I started to focus on on all the good stuff and all the positive stuff and the things that, that were happening, that were positive, instead of dwelling on the stuff that maybe I didn't have or the negative, negative stuff that isn't quite there yet. And the difference is that if I'd stayed in that negative frame of mind, I would have maybe sat on the couch bemoaning the fact that I'm never going to reach this financial position I want to be in and that's never going to happen. I'm never going to get this. These people aren't going to work with me. I haven't got enough clients, so on and so forth. And that could be quite depressing. You know, you could sit there quite quietly. As my partner said, you could get quite grumpy, quite miserable. And you don't do anything about it. You just sit and dwell on the negatives. You sit and dwell on the things that are not happening for you at the moment. Now, the minute I changed to something more positive and I started to think, actually, things are great now. Let's see 
how far I can get. Let's look at these quarterly goals, half-year goals and what have you as a challenge and let's really push myself. So what happens is you then go out and you take steps, you take action plans to to reach these goals. Think, right, I've got three months, I broke it down, um, just switched my physical goals. I went, right, I can work out so many times a week. I can do a hit session three times a week. I can do heavy weight session twice a week. I can do a bit of yoga. And I work it all out and I think, well, that's, that's just under 90 sessions before the start of May. And I'll be quite honest, I'm going on holiday in May. That's that's why the physical the physical goal is there, as, as is so many of us. You know, summertime's coming, you know you're going to be on holiday, you know you're going to have your t-shirt off or you're going to be in a bikini or something and you want to look good, right? So I've planned it down to how many sessions there are, I've planned it down to how many minutes there are on every sort of discipline, how much yoga am I going to do, how much hit work am I going to do, how much weight lifting am I going to do, what's my diet going to be like around this, you know, is it possible for me to do that? It's, it's all very well to say, like, in three and a half months time, I'm going, to, I'm going to eat really clean for three and a half months and I'm going to do this training. But is it possible? I know that on some days I, I'm training other clients all day. Is it then really feasible that I'm going to come home and do like a 10k run? Probably not. So you have to be realistic and you have to work things out. And am I going to be clean eating all the time? Not always. No, there's going to be days where I'm going to be eating out and I'm going to be grabbing sort of not snacks from from shops and garages and stuff, but I'm going to be taking food with me that maybe can't be cooked. I'm going to be eating from Tupperware boxes. Maybe that's not ideal for the physical goals I want to achieve. So I have to be realistic and I have to plan my, my quarter out so that it fits my life and I make the best of the situation that I possibly can. But you, you have to be realistic because if you're not and you set this goal out and in the first seven days it all goes to shit, then you know, you're going to get disappointed, you're going to get frustrated, you're not going to be near your goals and you're going to give up. So you have to make them, them plans that are very realistic to fit around your current life. And it's the same with the finances. You know, I did set myself financial goals and I did sit there and I did think, well, I'm, I'm not going to get them financial goals because I haven't got the amount of clients and I haven't got the the income to, to get the, the savings I want and everything else. So you have to be realistic. But what it does do, it drives you forward. So sticking with the financial goals, instead of sitting there and dwelling and thinking how miserable I am that I've not reached my, my set goal and stuff, I go out and I take action. And no word of a lie, this week within one post on social media, because um, of me taking action, because of me getting off my ass and actually doing something to to challenge myself and to try and reach these financial goals. One Facebook post generates 20 new clients for me. And it's it's huge. And you think to yourself, wow, I've gone from thinking I'm never going to hit my quarterly goal, financial goal, to thinking, well, actually, I'm I'm sort of halfway now to my six-month financial goal. So that's that's amazing. And then suddenly your mood changes and you, you perk up. You think, that's, that's great. Like from one piece of action, what else could I do? What what other action could I take? You know, how how could I make this one um, small action better? How could I repost it and make it even greater the next time? Maybe I can share it to a different community, a different group and get the same result back again. And it just drives you forward. When you start to get that little bit of success, it's very motivating, very self-motivating because you drive yourself forward and you can see your own progress. You can see your own goals. And it's the same with with your physical well-being, like maybe weight loss, you know, you, you do really well for a couple of days or maybe the first week and you lose a bit of weight, instantly you feel great, right? And you think, oh, this is working. So it pushes you to challenge yourself and it pushes you to maybe squeeze an extra workout in, maybe to cut a few of the extra snacks out. And it, it just drives you forward to see even better success. And that one change for me this week, that change from 
dwelling on the negativity and switching around to focusing on the positive stuff and being more grateful has really changed my my week it's changed my quarter it's changed my first half of the year it's given me more passion more vigor and it's just energized me to push myself forward over the coming weeks and months and it can definitely definitely do the same for you so let's go back to the physical goal I set myself, which is um, which is a little bit of vanity, if I'm honest. You know, I say it's for it's for the holiday. It's going to be a beach holiday, so um, yeah, I'm not going to walk around in in um, in a tracksuit all the time. I'm gonna I'm gonna have my shirt off, and I want to look as as good as I can. And, and so I've set the physical plan in place, if you like, from from a workout point of view. I know exactly what I'm doing, and I've set my diet, uh, like I said, around my lifestyle, so it fits really well. And one thing that's happened to me over the last few months is I've started to increase my food intake. I've, I've tried to, I wouldn't say I've tried to bulk up, but I've tried to put on a little bit more muscle and it means increasing my food intake by 10 or 20%. And I'll be honest, I've felt really good for it. You know, I, all I've done over the last few months before I moved house was to have two days where I would feed myself a few extra calories. So there'd be the two two days a week where I'd do a heavyweight session and I'd just squeeze in a few more few more calories than normal. It'd be a I'd add a protein shake in, which I don't normally drink a lot of, um, just a few bigger portions for dinner. And one thing I did introduce was on these two days, I'd have uh, a cake or a donut. Um donut more often than not. So twice a week I'd have this donut on, on this heavyweights day. And it's just a way of getting a few extra hundred calories in. And I'll be honest with you, I felt really good, I looked really good. And I was very happy with how my diet was going. I had more energy. I was loving the training. Um, then I moved and it stopped for a few months um, because, you know, moving and Christmas and everything else. So I decided this week that I'd get back into it and I'd go back to that same way of increasing my calories and the same way of working around my diet because them two days, I can really plan them two heavy weights days. I know that I can be in the house all day. I can cook my meals. I can I can really increase my portion sizes as I want. I'm not eating out of Tupperware boxes. I'm not traveling. They're two days that are set aside for my training and for me. And it works really, really well. So on a Friday night, we order our shopping from Tesco's. We, we get a click and collect. We So we order it online and we go and collect. Well, I collect it after a dog walk on a Saturday morning. And it works really, really well. And then the farm shop as well supplements a lot of the, the fruit and veg. So we get a lot of organic stuff in as well. But, you know, a good 50% of our shop comes from Tesco's because there's not a lot of um, farm shops that sell everything that we that we need. Particularly, you know, you've got your cleaning products and house products, stuff like that you need to get from Tesco's. So we get that online. And I sat there and I ordered my two donuts for the week. Just my two donuts. Two individual donuts for me for the week. Okay. When, I don't know if you've done your shopping, you've clicked and collected or you've had it delivered, you get substitutions, right? Sometimes if they can't find what they want on the shelf or your product isn't available, they substitute it for something else. And I've never had any issues with this, really. I've, I've never never been too um, put out by some of the substitutions. And I got there on Saturday morning to pick up my shopping. And he said, right, uh, we've substituted your donuts. And I was like, oh, no, that's, <laughs> I was really looking forward to them this week. What have you substituted them for? And they didn't have two individual donuts, so they substituted for two packets of donuts instead. So that was four per packet. So instead of having two donuts, I've ended up with eight. Now, there there is a lot of people out there, and myself included a few years ago, that would have thought, 
brilliant. I've got eight donuts now. I can I can just binge on eight donuts and they're free effectively. You know, I've paid for two and I've got eight. It's fantastic. What a great shop. You know, what a good week I'm going to have. I've got these eight donuts to go through. But I've spent the week planning my physical goals. I've been writing everything down, where I want to be, what I want to look like in, in three and a half, four months time. So suddenly you have this this drive to to look good and to do everything you can over the next three and a half months. Because let's face it, three and a half months in the grand scheme of things over like what could be an 80 year life is nothing, is it? So we can be good for three and a half months, right? So I don't need to eat these donuts. So they come in two packs of four. Very first thing I've done, give the first four packets, the first four donuts away, the first packet away. Leaves me with four, okay? I freeze two for next week and I have two for this week. This is where your passion delivers results because it keeps you committed. It keeps you motivated. It stops you being that person that used to binge on the donuts. Suddenly you've got a goal, you're focused, you've got it written down, you've got a target and you've got an action plan in place. So you don't want to eat eight donuts. I don't want to eat eight donuts. I don't want to eat four donuts. I've got a plan. I eat two this week on heavy weights days. That is it. That is that is part of my plan and that's all I'm having. I do not need to have eight just because they've fallen on my lap. And this is this is all happening this week. This has happened over the last seven days. And, and I wanted to share it with you. It might not sound that exciting, but I want to share you exactly how things go when you change the way you look at things. When you have that passion and you change your negativity for positivity and you put plans in place, you put action steps in place, magical things happen inside your brain. Magical things keep you driving forward, keep you motivated, keep you disciplined. It happens when you have passion and you have goals. When you plan and you prep, magical things happen. So I want you to go away. Hopefully by now, everyone listening here has got their passion. They know what that passion is. Set yourself a quarterly goal. Set yourself a half-year goal, three-quarter year goal, and a yearly goal. Write it down and then start to break it down. What does it take for you to hit your quarterly goal? What do you have to do this week that's going to get you closer to that quarterly goal? So your quarterly goal might be to lose a stone in weight. Okay, but you're not going to do that in the first week. Your first week goal might be to include some more fruits and vegetables and drink more water. Okay, that alone might lose you a bit of weight by the end of the week, depending on what your diet's like to begin with. It might not, but it's a step in the right direction. Week two, you might say, I'm going to lose a a pound by the end of week two. And you do, and that pound then drives you forward to want to lose another pound by the end of week three. And, you know, over over the 12 weeks, a pound a week... Is, is almost your stone. So you really don't have to drive too hard. You don't have to make ridiculous progress in week one and week two. You just have to be steady for the 12, 13, 14 weeks, whatever you've set your vision as or whatever you've set your goal as. So be steady, be true to the goals you write down, but get them down on paper, set your action plan, set your targets and start to work towards them. But make sure you plan everything around your current lifestyle. Make sure everything fits the way your life is at the moment and make sure that it fits realistically into your daily life but don't forget to dream big we are breaking them down into weekly goals sometimes even daily goals and daily habits yes but dream big you can be anything you want to be in this world in this life just dream it and put some goals down put some visions down put some action plans down and give it a shot you know I heard a speech from Jim Carrey the other day and he said that you can fail at life in something you don't want to do So you might as well have a go at achieving something you do want to do. And it's so true. There's no point getting to your your deathbed thinking, I wish I'd tried. I wish I'd done this. Because 
anything is possible in this life. Anything is possible for every one of us in this life. If we dream big, we set goals, we set visions, we set action plans, and we work towards them. So please go away. Please do that. If you need any help, please reach out to me at mark at healthbuddy.fit. All the links are in the show notes. If you want to get some training done, it's it's mid-January now. Maybe if you've not joined a gym, maybe if you're a bit nervous about joining a gym and you want to do some physical work, come and join my home boot camp. It's only £9.99 a month. Workouts, new workouts every Monday night. Come and join it. It's a safe environment. You get to work out from the comfort of your own home. No one gets to see you work out. You can do it in secret if you really want to. But come and join the home boot camp. It's a lovely, friendly little community. Come and join that. £9.99 a month and start to work towards your goals today. I'm going to check back in with you next week for episode 63. We are going to have some guests coming on the podcasts over the next couple of weeks, which is really exciting. Uh, we've got a Paralympian coming up, uh, um, a veteran of two Paralympic Games. Um, it's really exciting. It's going to be great to talk to him over two disciplines as well. So a different discipline in each Olympic Games. Really great to have him on the show. Got a few more guests coming up over the coming weeks as well. So head back. Join me next week for episode number 63. Have a great week setting your goals, your visions, your action plans. And don't forget to get in touch if you need any help. Take care, everyone, and I'll speak to you all again next week.